Welcome to the Belper Beer Club podcast. We're four intrepid beer explorers from Derbyshire, and we thought it was about time we put out a podcast. And here it is. My name's John. My name's Sean. I'm Paul. And I'm Jamie. Here we are on episode three, and we have three beers from Garage of Barcelona. We have a snippet of the forthcoming interview with Jack from Tartarus, another mystery beer, and lots of other chatter. Here we go. Right, gents, so this is our, our beer number one tonight. Um, we've got three beers that we're drinking tonight, as well as our mystery beer, um, and they are all brewed by Garage Brewery, um, uh, which is a brewery from, from Spain, from Barcelona. I was a little bit nervous, actually, because I know we like to surprise each other with beers that we haven't, breweries we haven't had before. So I was a little bit nervous when, if you remember, Sean, a few weeks ago, you walked up to my house with a, a can of beer from Garage Brewery. Right, bro. Uh, and <laughs> I, I suddenly had a, a slight panic that um, you'd been to the, uh, the same place I had All to right. get these. So right. um, I got these from House Trembling Madness. Um, a little bit of background uh, about Garage Brewery. So they, they started in 2015. So I said, so they're from Barcelona. Um, they've got uh, a brew pub there, um, which, yeah, let's like say, started in 2015. And then 2017 is really when they kickstarted the brewery. So they're, they're pretty big in Spain. I'm, I'm pretty sure we've all heard of them. Yeah, definitely. Um, we've all yeah. Had, a, yeah. had a beer from them. But um, these are all different collabs. We've got two collabs with uh, an American brewery called Vitamin C. Um, I don't know a lot about them. They're from a place called Weymouth. Um, are they a brewery? Yeah, so they are a brewery. Uh, they're from Weymouth. But if you, uh, if you go on to Untapped, um, they've got like over 200,000 check-ins on untapped um over 500 beers and and their rating is is 4.18 oh, uh, right, something like that for, for the for the brewery so um i know pause a little bit this point i said it's brewed with vitamin c yeah i thought i was getting some uh, <laughs> yeah. extra vitamin yeah, <laughs> nutritious beer so we've got we've got two two little collabs with vitamin c um uh, this one and um a dipper uh, later on and then we've got another one that's um, collabed with a, a Danish brewery as well so that one's in between um, what I'm, I'm really holding out, out high hopes for these beers actually because um, Garage I think they're probably most famous for sort of smashing out the the dippers and tippers and those really big murky yeah. um, IPAs and, mm, and that's mm. the same for Vivian and see that seems to be their specialty as well so, uh, I'm really so the first beer you're giving us is a brown ale. So the first one I'm giving you is a brown ale. Yeah, yeah so exactly. This one, Completely out of character. Uh, yeah, well, you know, sometimes it's great when we <laughs> sort of do something different. So, yeah, this one is um, is scroll. Um, so it's it's a, I guess it's a Spanish take on a brown ale. Mm. So I've not tried it yet, uh, John. I think Sean, you both had a. Mm. Oh, I guess the other thing is what I was going to say um, is for anyone who follows us on Twitter. Um, that our pinned article is uh, a map from all the breweries that we've had throughout the three and a bit seasons that we've been going. So most of those are obviously UK based breweries, but I like to, I know it's always nice when you get, <laughs> get another dot on the map. Yeah. So, well, um, I've claimed Ukraine with Varvar and it looks like you've claimed Spain with this one, but yeah. you also got Croatia a, um, a couple of years back with Garden. So, you know. And it's, it's a lot harder now, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it I is mean, definitely. I, I love Garden. Mm. I remember if we had that Tartarus one, uh, not Tartarus, um, Talisphere that they had. Yeah, um, yeah. Which, brand new hop at the time. Well, it was it? HBC, whatever yeah. it was. Um, and uh, yeah, I remember getting uh, getting 24 cans of beer sent over from them and they did have penny postage. Wow. And then you won't get that now. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. Did there anyway. some weird thing with the back of the cans or something? We took a label off. There was some mm. weird picture. That was... Um, Beer Bibliotech. Oh, that's right. Beer Bibliotech. Which is another one. Yeah, from Sweden. That's it? the one Paul brought. Anyway, about about the beer, you know, uh, the the um, definitely a good, solid, kind of robust brown ale. So, yeah, I mean, for the listeners on on the line, as it were, um, the the graphics on the tin are slightly fascinating. I can't really, can't work out whether it's kitchen roll or toilet roll. Like with a load of scribbled writing on which you can't read because my eyesight's not that great. It's but probably in Spanish too. Yeah, or Catalan even being well, from Barcelona. Yeah, be, yeah. Um, but yeah, I 
what you were talking about before I've had um, do they do one called soup soup yeah, yeah. soup yeah. is probably the most famous that's one yeah. and they've got, uh, no it wasn't, it wasn't soup I don't think mm. but they've got soup and then they've got uh, like double soup or soup yeah, yeah. Uh, something like that so that seems to be like there if, if somebody yeah. someone yeah. and, and it was interesting because when we put um, the three cans because they are quite distinctive mm. but when we put the, the teasers out on Twitter yeah. um, I thought I, I, I saw it straight away because I, I put it out and then really, it, yeah. I think I was halfway through texting Sean I wouldn't saying, have got it I wouldn't have got it I think I was halfway through text, texting it. you saying I'm not sure if it was too easy yeah. and mm. then as soon as I said that it was like my phone went beep and, and Keith mm. Keith got it and so. I like the reply saying is it wiper and true because there was one one can that had a picture of a toilet roll on it Oh, this one, in fact. Yeah, no, it wasn't so. that no, one. It wasn't that one. That one. Oh, was it that one? Ah, right. So they've got a thing about wiping stuff with paper. See, this one might be soluble, yeah. but the, the other one is... There's, there's right, right, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So this beer here, I mean, it's not an American style. So I'm, I'm trying to work out what kind of brown it is. Because it's not... For me, it's not... I'm not picking up too many floral hops, citrus hops in the, in the finish. I'm getting a bit of spiciness, I guess. So mm. is it kind of more of a British kind of take on a brown? What I, I, would... I think it says American style. Mm. Well, you think so, with with the brewery, yeah. uh, vitamin C, if that's what it would be. Yeah, it's more straightforward, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's robust, isn't it? Yeah, it's a robust beer. But it's it's still. I'm still brown finding, sugar. Yeah, brown sugar. It's a bit roasty, um, and yeah, I mean, it'd be interesting to hear if anyone out there in podcast land has a particular view of what an American brown ale should be like, because, I mean, it's got a bit of thickness to it, which a lot of traditional English brown ales don't have. But, you know, even so, I don't know, where did, where did you draw the line? Yeah, That's so an I'm interesting gonna, I'm question. I'm going to admit a little bit of naivety here, so mm. I, I don't know the difference between an American brown. So heavily hopped, so essentially, I mean, we had that Neon Raptor one, that Yeah, I was, just, I was just about to say, we had an absolutely amazing Neon Raptor uh, in Suds and Soda. Yeah. And that was a brown ale that was heavily hot with, you know, citrus hops. Kind yeah. of, it just played around with it. Oh, it right. just kind of had, Interesting. Yeah. had that kind of really kind of um, mm. sweet and kind of um, citrusy finish on a, what, was, what is a brown beer. So it kind of played quite nice. Kind of more marmalade. It kind of added, brought it that kind of element out on it. Okay. So with the English ones, it's more about the, what, the malt. And yeah, the malt. And uh, it's a bit of spiciness. So they'll have maybe British hops, yeah. like Goldings or something, to bring out a spicy earthiness tone to it. I mean, the mm. classic one, of course, Newcastle Brown Ale, you know, which is a, a beer that I always... That's very sweet, isn't Which it? is a beer yeah. that I always try when there's nothing decent on a, in a regular bottle. Yeah. I, I had, a, I had a, a bottle of Newcastle Brown Ale not that long ago. I think I, I think it was down watching Belper Town play football. Yeah. I think it was when I didn't fancy a pint of pedigree and, and I had had one of those and that was quite a nostalgic hit. Mm. And I said that pint of Caffrey's which I think you regretted by the sound of it. Well, I, I or, well, I don't know, it's nostalgia, I, isn't it? it? It was. I mean I mean to be fair, it was it was, it was either that or stones. So right. um it, it, there wasn't there wasn't a huge I mean Whitby really is going back into into the nineteen eighties. It's, yeah. it's, it's a funny place, but yeah, I quite enjoyed that. But um, apart from the Green Dragon, which is an amazing bottle shop, oh, if you're some, ever in Whitby. Yeah, there's some great pubs. It was, it was yeah. um, yeah, it was, it was, it was more. Uh, we, we were going out late on a Sunday night. In right, Whitby. gotcha. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, so yeah, because the Green Dragon is great. It's a great little place, but I think it closes. It wouldn't open on Sunday. No. Uh, right. Definitely, yeah. definitely open unfortunately on Sunday in January. Uh, yeah. in, in Whitby, but. Um, what I want to talk about, I guess, to, to start the, the podcast going is, um, as I mentioned, we've got a brewery here from Spain. Um, it's another one, another dot added onto our map. Um, I think in the last podcast, I, I uh, name-dropped a lovely trip to Estonia, going to Pahala. Mm-hmm. Um, me and Sean, we will be off in three weeks' time. That's right. To, 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 to crack off. Um, so I don't think I think you said there's no there's not really any breweries there, but we're hoping pinter we can there's a pinter uh, tap room there. But basically we're hoping for a bit of malt garden, a bit of funky fluid, a bit of mm. yeah the brow the, the brower stew brower that's but that's in a, an adjacent town. Oh, mm. uh, I, I didn't know funky fluid were Polish. Mm. Mm. Right, yeah. Um, so yeah, so we're hoping to. There's a thriving scene out there. There's there's so. Oh, many the tap rooms much. look amazing, don't they? Mm. And obviously, then you guys went to to Belgium mm-hmm. last year. Yeah. So the question I thought I'd ask is, given that we're on a bit of a a uh, 
Europe slash USA slash Denmark. So we've got Spain, America, and Denmark covered tonight. Um, we're off to off to Poland in a few weeks. What what's what's your what's your beer destination? If you could if you could jump on a I know John's. Well, well, I think. I'm what do you best. think I'm going to say? I think you're going to say Berlin. But I guess well, you've done that. Well, <laughs> much as I, I'd love to go back to Berlin and explore more of the breweries there, because there is there's some brilliant ones. There's some that one of my favourites there was Brulo, who um, I've, I've built a brewery out of contain- shipping containers, and they've got a beautiful, well, a really nice terrace, really relaxed and everything. Great beers, they do IPAs and, and sort of stuff that you wouldn't think of as being German as well. Um, I spent a very pleasant evening there once when I was over there for work a few years back. Um, there's also Lemke who do more traditional stuff, but also do IPAs and a really good Imperial style. But um, yeah, I was, I was going to say like, if I had enough money, I would probably go for somewhere in Sweden, like maybe um, like... Stockholm itself, or um, is it Gothenburg, where um, Omnipolo are based? Yeah, I don't know where they're based. But, yeah, or, you know... Is it Munsden there, or is that Norway? That's Norway, Norway. I was going to say Oslo as well, but you really do have to take out a second mortgage for for Oslo if you want to go drinking, so, yeah, but, yeah, Berlin would definitely be a good place, such a great place to go anyway, so, yeah, predictable. How about you, Paul? I'm a, bit, I'm a bit of a, well, like Gothenburg, I've spent a lot of time in Gothenburg, but I'm a bit of an America file, so considering they're like, scene is as big, or if not bigger than Europe, um, yeah, I'd be trying somewhere like, um, so, somewhere like California, or maybe uh, Colorado, or something like that, mm. would be a yeah, place to go. There'd be brew pubs are plenty on every corner. So you, you're like a big, you know? Jet set, haven't you? Yeah, you, you are. See, you, went to, you went to America, not. When did you go to America? I went to America a couple of times a year. I was in Singapore recently, and uh, oh, yeah, so the story about Singapore was went to a little craft bar, and um, the guy that runs it, who was Singaporean, he was desperate. He couldn't get his hands on the Vault City that he'd ordered. Uh, it was stuck at a port somewhere, and uh, I'm three and a half thousand miles away from home, and someone's bemoaning the lack of Vault City. <laughs> Brilliant. That's pretty good. How about you, Sean? Um, I think mine would be the States as well, because I do like a good um, whipped beer. And I'm thinking maybe the home of kind of Allagash. Mm, uh, classic. Get, yeah. get the Allagash white direct from source would be a good thing. Also, I do like my West Coasts. So go Russian River, um, try a bit of Pliny, again, direct from the source. Or if you go further, it feels like New Zealand, I think. I don't know what's out there, but kind of just for the hops that are down yeah. in that particular area, there's got to be decent breweries making amazing beers. It's, it's, it's hard when you say the States, isn't it? Because it's fast. Yeah. I, I mean, I, uh, where, where, where do you think is the main, the, the main sort of brewing Depends areas? On, yeah. of, it's hard to say. I mean, one thing I, I, I noticed when I was in New York, there was no West Coast in the bottle shop that I was in New York. So I think the East Coast, West Coast divide. Well, yeah, any, any town that's hipster uh, would probably pick it, like Austin, Texas, or um, Chicago, you know, there's many. I think you could places. land in so many different places over there. I mean, we, the, the, obviously, like the New England area, like around Boston and places like that, but, you know, I I've have to hold my hand up. I've not really been to the States, apart from around Washington State, but, and that was like about 20 years ago but even then like brew pubs were definitely a thing and that was where a lot of that craft brewery started the, that part of the world and a bit further south on the west coast and and it all kind of exploded from there with so yeah. you, Seattle would be a, a real hot spot I would guess yeah yeah definitely yeah it's a bit, it's a bit strange because um, I've been to America I've been to San Francisco that area but before I before I'd started my my craft beer journey and I remember being in in what I would know now as being a really really amazing amazing pub with with uh, some Canadian friends it's actually when I was in Canada and um, one of my friends out there was absolutely obsessed with cask beer mm. and and you know he, he was just just going on and on and on about how amazing cask beer is and yeah and actually yeah. like I and I agreed and, and yeah um, I think actually looking back 
that was you know, this has been 2010 2011 mm-hmm. so it's, it's, it's well established the kind of craft beer scene's probably well established in, in the US by then yeah um yeah. but coming into Canada at that point but not really massive in the UK at that point I guess funny you should say that I, I was in Toronto in 2006 and I wasn't really heavily into craft beer then but I remember seeing loads of places selling IPA and I'd I'd I couldn't quite compute what that meant because I was used to the traditional um, British version of IPA. But there was one bar I went into and they actually had cask beer on and it, that was something that really stood out to me. There was a brew pub of some kind. So it was there around then, but obviously quite niche. So it'd be really interesting now to see what that's like over there. So, yeah. So, uh, as we pour, this is this is beer number two, uh, wide eyed. So this is um, another garage beer. Um, again, famous for their IPAs. This is another beer that's not an IPA, um, but it's a Barcelona Imperial Barcelona Vice. Wow. Um, it's what it's listed as. So it's a collaboration with um, Bruce, uh, which I think is a Danish brewery, um, and it is. Mango, passion fruit, and guava. Um, according to the notes I have, they have they've gone for something smoothie-esque. So it's packed full of um, oats and, and, and flaked oats and naked oats and various things like that to try and, I think they said made up like 50% of the grist. Mm-hmm. Gist, grist, is that the right one? Yeah. Grist. Um, there we go, um, from the brewers there. So um, yeah, expect, I'm hoping, because everyone knows that um, Berliner Weiss is like my favourite beer style and I've not had one for ages um, yeah we should be expecting something that's packed full of of uh, fruit really thick really clean creamy but then hopefully fingers crossed it's got that classic lacto bacillus kind of bite to it so I've not tried it yet, but I can see you guys have well I've had a, a barely it's touched my mouth a little sniff <laughs> I mean I mean pause the aroma ridiculously thick yeah. and, and juicy the it's aroma is just for me yeah the mango mango passion fruit mango passion yeah you're, you're, all that I don't know what guava smells definitely like definitely a bit of funk in there as well I would yeah, say I'm looking in that yeah really on the aroma mm. I mean that is really really sharp so um, again for the um, listeners out there in in uh, podcast land the, the can is another beautiful piece of work Ooh bright orange background with a kind of a dark almost black flower in the middle of it I would say is it a flower? yeah I think oh, so it's not muscle shells hibiscus in it mm. no. but um, yeah on on brand definitely and we like our branding on this on this podcast so, so uh, but it's not a visual medium obviously but I, I think you know I think John um, we, we, need a visual, <laughs> we need a visual media there because you've not tried yours yet but I think myself I have. myself and Sean we all made the same face yeah myself Sean and Paul all tried it at the same time as you're speaking and and I think we all made exactly the same eye wincing face that, mm. that's, that has got a sour kick to it yeah John didn't didn't react in the same way you know, he, he, he can take a sour beer I yeah, think he can take a I sour can, beer more I than can. we can mm. I mean I, I would say to me it may have the characteristics of the kind of Berlin of ice. It definitely kicks a punch, but it reminds me of that kind of, you know, Omnipolo do all these kind of lassie goes type beers yeah. and they're very, very thick. So it, it crosses over into that territory. Really? It's got absolutely tons of fruit in there. And it, remember the Merakai beers that we had last year. Magnificent. Yeah. Right. Everything I, is I, magnificent. I was, just, I was just thinking about that because that's not, this is not mm. as fruit puree as, no. as, no. as that. No, it's not to that. So it's, a, the real, yeah, it's a different beer ultimately. Mm. Yeah. Um, but there is, there is, they share some characteristics. So in the mm. flavour mm. profile, mm. There's that, there's, it's a mango. There's so much of that going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I guess it's, what's interesting because I, I, I'm saying this is a blend of ice. I mean, they, they call it a Barcelona vice. Yeah. Um, and and I'm assuming there that it, it's just it's a, their take a, it's on their it. Take on a, yeah. On a, on a blend of ice. Um, yeah. This is really good. If I'm if I'm being if I'm being slightly critical, I'd say it's a really good sour beer. But I'm I'm, I'm getting sour 
but I'm not getting that lacto classic coat in my mouth. I'm getting this coat in my on top of my tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but, but you're getting that. Are you getting that lactose sound? I'm, I'm not an expert on vanilla ice cream. Yeah. So, I, so this for me, this is a this is a really really good sour. Yeah. It, it's sour, and there's nothing worse for me personally. There's nothing worse when you get a sour beer that isn't sour. That isn't sour. Yeah, yeah. And you get it. You do. It does happen. It doesn't. You, you get the sour beer, and it's yeah. not sour. But then you are one for saying, I want a taste. I want a beer that tastes like what it says it's going to taste. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. So if, yeah. if a beer says it's sour and it says it's mango yeah. and it's passion fruit, then it should be sour, and it should taste of mango and passion fruit. Um, so I think it's a really good beer. But you know what I always love about the Berliner Weisses is is that is that lactobacillus kind of that that lactic acid sourness mm. rather than just I don't know a kettle sour or whatever whatever it is. But um, what's, your, what's your take on it, Paul? Well, I've, I've just written down um, breakfast smoothie because it tastes of grapefruit massively to me. Um, and it's a little bit like, you know, one of the more sophisticated sours that we drink occasionally. Uh, but it's got something else about it. Um, so I always say it's like a pumped up to 11 in a way. There's something else in it that mm. like, takes it away from that regular sour. So yeah, I think it's pretty good. Would you compare it to like a Vault City? Well, that's what I'm saying. Vault, Vault City smoother. That's what I was getting around mm. to. Yeah, this is, is this has got another extra kick to mm. it. Mm. I mean, it is weird with Vault City, isn't it? That 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 I've had a few Vault Cities. I'm not saying I've had loads and loads and loads, but it just reminded me of that time of the mystery beer of, of yeah. a few yeah, weeks back. Straight away, and and we opened the can. No, no one even no one even got the yeah. to point of having a sip. So as soon as, as, soon as, as soon as it hit yeah. us, it was like that's Vault City. Would we, yeah. would, do you think we would have said it's full city if this was this, the no, this, no. Do you yeah. think, you know what I think? I, no, I from the aroma? Not even from the aroma? No, no I, I, don't, don't, I, don't, no, I don't know. Exactly. I think I would have. I think I would have from the aroma. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if you did, I, do you know what I think? If you did, I think you'd be kind of almost under pressure lying to yourself. <laughs> do, you, do you know what I mean in terms of that, that mystery? If, if it was a mystery <clears> can and you're presented with that, then, and someone said, what beer do you think it is? Then you probably sit there and be like, oh, there's a ton of fruit, it's sour, it's, it's Volk City. So you, you could, I think you'd, I think you would non-committally go for Volk City, but yeah. I think in your heart, in your heart, you, you'd know, know it was- the aroma, Just the aroma, I'm not talking about the taste, I think. Yeah, well, I think that, yeah, I was going to taste, it's got that extra kick on the taste. I think if you go from the aroma itself, you go, mm. in a blind tasting, I think it's quite comparable. Um, yeah, but you get the taste, you get the sharpness. That's yeah. a different beer altogether from a yeah. Volsi so, beer. It's yeah. not as rounded. In in summary, we've got a great sour beer, loads of fruit in it, and it's reminiscent of Vault City, but it's not quite the same. And it doesn't. It's not a Berliner Weiss, quite clearly, not in the way that you were expecting it. Uh, no, I mean to be fair, I do, I do love Berliner Weisses, but if I'm yeah. if I'm really harsh, I, I like unadulterated. Yeah, I, I like you're it. a purist. I'm a purist when it comes yeah, to blue yeah. yeah. Right, then we have our, our last of our garage beers tonight. So this is one I've been I've been um, holding on to and hoping that it's going to be awesome. So this is um, Zenon. Uh, again, another one that's um, a collaboration with Vitamin C. So we've got two breweries that, that, that bang out the, the big juicy IPAs. Um, so this is 8.5%. Um, it's a yeah, double IPA. Um, and it's brewed with Stranta, Eldorado, a little bit of Citra, and HBC 630. Yeah, there we go. The classic HBC. So I'm really hoping that what we've got here uh, is what it looks like. I'm really hoping that this is a murky, juicy, beautiful double IPA. Um, apparently, you're going to get pink grapefruit. You're going to get, um, yes, yeah, so pink grapefruit, um, tropical flavours, and, and um, a link to our CB, CBD beer uh -huh. the other week. Um, apparently, a, a, a bit of weed. So I'm expecting a, I'm, I'm assuming that's going to have some sort of dankness to it. Um, but yeah, so this is our, our last of our garage beers. So 
this one I've been holding out for, and I am hoping it's an absolute banger because it does look. It looks the part. It looks murky. No, I think I think the HBC is not CBD. No, it's the name of the experimental hop. Yeah, so the HBC is the name of the experimental hop. Though what, what it is is in the tasting notes of this, there's there's it, it's supposed to have a a, a a weed. So that was like kind of like the link to the CBD from 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 oh, last week. That is, it's got a bit of a weed fang. Well, um, to to corner dad joke, it's certainly not weedy. There you go. Sorry, I'll get the, uh, yeah, that. That anyway. be edited out. Yes, <laughs> yeah, well, the, the aroma, but, the aroma of the HBC six thirty is complex and fruity, sweet fruits, berries like raspberry and cherry, along with sweet candy like esters. Candy, yeah. Well, you know what? There's a bit I can tell that the the, the ester one is an interesting reference because it's got a little bit of that kind of floral sweetness, kind of um, candyish, bubble gummy kind of. Taste in my yeah, mouth. Yeah, some of the beers I really like. Yeah, this, this is, I mean it is. This is a sherbet. Is a sherbet tea. Mm, yeah. this as well, isn't it? Absolutely sweet shop. I mean, again, I, I like I like to keep our listeners informed, but this is. I mean, the, the the artwork on this is literally kind of ready pink background with a gradation and a toilet roll roll of <laughs> toilet paper on the front. As you do. As plain, plain toilet paper. No, yep. no, even no design. Indeed. So, yeah, not even a dimpled. So, um, quilted. yeah, I, I mean, don't think it's quilted. I do not think it's quilted. Honestly, I, I think this is yet another reason why, at some point in the future, we should go to Barcelona because <laughs> these guys. All the places. We didn't come up with Barcelona. No, I have mentioned Barcelona in the past, and like Barcelona is a lovely. Uh, I don't know. I've been, I've been to, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a lovely place to visit. Time. And like, there's absolutely loads to see and do and all the rest of it. You can go and take in the new Camp, you can take in the Gaudi architecture, the Sagrada Familia, the ambience of the the Barigotti, the Gothic Quarter. You talking uh, about football just threw me a little bit. There. Yeah, well Yeah, yeah new Camp. Why like, is it's the first got? thing to go and see yeah. when he's in Barcelona. Yeah. Well, I've never been there. Like, I've been to the um, fun, is it the Fundasi, the, the the Miro Museum? Like, oh, I've been there, I love Miro. Like, Juan Miro sculptures out in the open air. Yeah, this is for a podcast we just Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, not only do you get great beer, you also get cultural recommendations. And the Olympic Stadium up by the Indeed. Museum. Indeed, yeah, yeah. Which is amazing, which is still, you know, people talk about like the uh, legacy of the, the yeah, 2012, yeah. but I mean, the, the Olympic Stadium in, in Barcelona, I mean, they probably done it's been a long time since it's been, they probably done something now, but when I went there, it was, it was effectively abandoned. It is abandoned, yeah. Is it still, Mon, is it still abandoned? Yeah, Montjuic, it's called. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> whole area, yeah. I know, because I was at the original 1992 Olympics. You were there? Yeah. Yeah, that's how old I am, guys. But, um, yeah, in terms of beer, if this is typical of the kind of standard of Barcelona I don't think they're the only craft brewery in Barcelona, but they're probably the most famous, and I can see why because this is absolutely superb. I mean, it's it's a, it's a classic kind of it's APV one well, mm. as well, isn't it? It's, it's mm. you can taste it strong, but I mean, it's not. You wouldn't say it's. Yeah. Well, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's, it's not the quality that I really like in these kind of beers, where you get that unami, almost savoury flavour bit to it. I just that's yeah. what I crave. I do like that bit. I know it's not for everyone, but it's something that certainly with Pentridge bees you get that quite a lot. Yeah. What I was, I was going to ask the question I was going to ask. So this is a, a, a double IPA. It's brewed in Barcelona. We've got a lot of great breweries that that do equivalent beers in the UK. So does this remind you of anyone? I'm, I'm looking at you directly, Sean, because you, you tend to be. You know, we said earlier on, I'm, I'm the Berliner Weiss man, but, mm-hmm. but I think I think you're probably the IPA man. I think, actually, if, if I think about previous seasons in our Belper Beer Club, Gravity Wells, they I pushed out... I thought you'd mention them, yeah. yeah, um, yeah. There's a bit of that in that, but actually, I mean, I had, had one more recently, Polly's. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Their their double IPAs and, and IPAs have that kind of similar kind of element to what we're tasting there mm. in terms. So if you you know if you can get I mean you get them reasonably easy polys. Yeah. Mm. I had one from Morrison's recently. Yeah. yeah, is that the same one? Or I one? think it probably would be. Yeah, 
Well, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think it was £3.50, yeah, £3. I, think, yeah. I think it was. And, um, With a winner. It was, it was amazing. It just opened my eyes a little bit. And I don't have polys enough. Ooh. So it made me realise mm. that actually, if that's the flavour that I'm craving, which I, I generally am. Is that well? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. local poly. Yeah, local from mould, mould. So, okay. sort of border, bordering on that kind of north um, east right. of Wales. But yeah, there's so a, there was a story about why they had to change their name. So there was, they were called local poly, and I really liked that previous name. It was L O K A poly. Right. Mm. And then, um, I think something to do with the name of a horse. It was yeah. something to do with the name of a horse. Well, that was the original thinking because they started out as a kind of farmhouse. They were based in a farm and quite relatively small scale, but they, they made a splash almost mm. from the word go. Yeah, no, great beers. Um, and they really established a reputation for this style of kind of big IPA dipper type beers, but they, they broadened things out somewhat. Mm. Um, I mean... Actually, I mean, even some of the verdants and stuff like that, it's that kind of really big, chunky, thick, dank sort of double IPA style. Um, personally, I can only drink so much of that stuff. It's, it's, oh, yeah, I'm not but yeah. it's, it's, it's very enjoyable. It's interesting you say this because I'm, I'm not getting a massive amount of dankness from, from this bit. Maybe I'm over egging the dankness. Yeah, it's quite sweet actually. Yeah, it's very sweet. Do you know what I like about this beer, and how I know, how I know I'm really enjoying mm. the beer is, is this beer is comfortable. Mm. Hmm. Does it make sense? I, I, kind of, I kind of feel like I could slip into this in, into this beer without sounding too, uh, um, yeah, eating uh, weighted. But yeah, it, it it does feel like a beer that's comfortable. I could just slip into. But the the, the thing I was going to ask very quickly is this one has got. This experimental beer, H HBC six thirteen. I did, I did do a quick Google the other night um, to to check out and see if it'd been named yet, um, and and I, I couldn't find anything. So I think it's still on the experimental, um, experimental thing. So it was, and it reminded me of when we had that Talos one I mentioned earlier on, um, which was which was. I remember drinking that, and thinking this is there's something different here. But it was, it's just really quick, quick, um, quick question about what's your, what's your favourite and your least favourite hops, hops. I know Sean's. Well, I know Sean's you least favourite. Least favourite. <laughs> yeah. So, so I think, I think what, 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 what yeah, John, what's your favourite? What's your favourite? Uh, you put me hop? on the spot. Yeah, I'm no, I'm, I'm not good at sort of favourites and least favourites. I suppose, like, I, I've always, I've always got a soft spot for sriracha. Which yeah, yeah. That, no, no, that's but, a marmite. Yeah, a absolutely. Marmite. It's, that, that it's not a favourite. That was the sriracha. Yeah, was exactly. The sriracha yeah. um, saison. Yeah, sriracha saison, which was actually quite. It was almost a sort of mixed fermentation style beer, um, quite punchy. And that was outstanding. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I really struggle on naming favourites on these kind of things. It's is how you use them a lot of the time. I think that's the point. So, yeah, I, I would I would say Sriracha, but I don't have, like, I'm not a massive favourite person on that kind of thing. Right? So, yeah. For me, it's, it, yeah, it's kind of well documented in terms of the hop that I don't particularly like, and that is Sabro. Not because I don't like the coconut esters and the flavours that it gives off. I just think it's the way that the breweries use it. I don't think mm. it's... A place for it to be is in a, in a pale ale or a New England. For me, I've never seen one use it, a brewery use it in um, a dark. You know, yeah. and I really think that that would be the place to use it. Wasn't the Solvay Society collaboration with um, Tembi? Didn't that have a? Don't know. I think it did. Can... Yeah, I can fact it. We can fact check that later, listeners. But um, yeah, I think it did. That's how it got the coconut. Okay, um, but I, I just think I re in terms of hops I really enjoy, um, there's the new one, Strata, that everyone's kind of loving, I do like that, but Citra, I think, you can't go wrong with a, a Citra hop yeah, beer classic. for me, you know, you know, Oakham Citra, Oakham is, Citra it's yeah, a great, a great beer, and you're right, it's a game changer, yeah. um, so yeah, yeah that's, that's my vote. 
about you, Paul? Yeah, I'll just say the same with Citra. In fact, I've been drinking Oakum, Oakum Citra twice last week, so obviously it still goes strong. Um, and yeah, you know, it's Centennial and some of these other blends, but yeah, obviously the American hops have really upped the game, and that's kind of why we're sat here because that exploded the craft beer revolution, so you, you can't go wrong. As far as the experimental hops, I don't think anybody's come up with something that's like massive, but it's interesting to see uh, how that progresses, really. Jeremy? Yeah. For me, for me, I, um, I, I, I do, I, I think the third time I mentioned Tom, I do, I do like Talos. Any, anytime I see Talos in the beard, and I'll, I'll, I'll search out, and I'll normally enjoy it. And then I've got a little, I've got a little crush on Nelson Savon. <laughs> this yeah, is manifesting itself <laughs> in, in me drinking quite a lot of beer with Nelson. Yeah. Well. I, I love, yeah. I love the winey kind of. I don't know, it's, it's a big thing. And then, and then, um, so yeah, so they're, they're the two that I, I, I will, I will seek out in the beer. And then, and the one I, I struggle with is, is Galaxy. Really, that's yeah. quite synonymous. I'm surprised by that. That's certainly it's everywhere. But it's more. It's, it's not so much when Galaxy. It's not in a trio. Yeah, but I, I think I think this thing is so when it comes in a trio, it's normally fine. But I've had a few beers that have that have been Galaxy, and 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 that's a single hop of Galaxy, and then and really struggled. A few days ago we were lucky to catch up with Jack from Tartarus. They've come on a long way since we first featured them, nearly two years ago now, on one of our nights. We caught up with him and chatted to him about some recent developments that they've had moving to their new taproom, a brewery in Leeds, how things are going with collaborations, and also we fired some quickfire questions at him. Here's a little snippet of it now, but you can enjoy the full podcast interview coming very soon in the next few days so look out for that one okay so we've come to the part of our podcast where we've got a bunch of quick fire questions which we're gonna throw at you uh don't you don't have to overthink them obviously um first thing that comes into your head hopefully just do mind bending in there so we'll warm you up slowly here we go so What's the biggest influence on your brewery? Oh, Jesus. Um, probably mostly Belgian beers, those kind of things. I think if I had to go with anything, uh, Destruce Brewery from Belgium. Right. Uh-huh. They do you know, a lot of Imperial Stouts, a lot of really cool, crazy beers. Um, I think, yeah, that's probably got to be one of the biggest influences on where we are and what we do as a brewery. Cool. Okay. Uh, what's your favourite beer by your brewery so far? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, now everyone's probably going to expect me to say a Baden, but I'm a, yeah, I'm, I'm torn between King Arthur and Cthulhu at the moment. Mm. Mm. Okay. We'll go with that. Uh, what's your favourite brewery? And you, you may well have answered this already, but what is your favourite brewery? Yeah. Yeah, distruse. <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. I've, yeah, I've got, I've got a couple of their uh, their big heavy hitters squirreled away in the cellar <laughs> for a, for a yeah. rainy day. Yeah, yeah. Okay, next one. Uh, thirds, halves, two-thirds or pints? Um, depends on the ABV, but generally halves. Okay, sensible. <laughs> okay, uh, next one. What is your favourite style of beer? Oh, I'm going to have to, yeah, Belgian quad. If yeah, I could have one, one beer for the rest of my life, Belgian quad. Excellent. Okay, last question. Where do you stand on the question of small cans? It's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of an in-joke. <laughs> How small? <laughs> 250 or below? Uh, yeah, I mean, I've had a two fifty. <laughs> it felt weird. <laughs> you feel like a giant. You feel like a, a giant holding you. Big yeah. can. Big like, can. I, like, and the, and the thing was, the one I had was one of the little, like the really short, stubby ones. Oh Not yeah, really yeah. One. The, the ones that Wonder Beyond did for a while. 
Yeah. Yeah. But it was like really squat. Yeah, it was weird. Like, <laughs> I didn't mind it because it brought the price of the can down. And I well, felt that's, that's, that's the thing. That's the reason for the question. Because what we say is like, when you put high, high ABV in large cans, you know, it prices some people out of the market. That's, yeah, kind, of, yeah. that's kind of the, that, uh, the, the call. That's it. But then, and, yeah. I, and a couple of, like, one of them I had, and I was like, ah, oh, I want more of that. Yeah, that's the problem. That's the problem. Sometimes you get you get a four forty mil can, and 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 you have half of it. You really enjoy it. But you think, do you know what? That's I'm done. I'm done. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that that's it. Like I mean that's why things like a bad and stuff will always be three thirties. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The only time it'll ever be in anything bigger is if we ever decide to put it in a seven fifty. <laughs> that's yeah. specifically specifically for sharing I think legally I have to say so it's mystery beer time uh, which means that we have a beer that is a mystery funnily enough um, mystery beer. Mystery beer. Mystery beer. Come on, get. <laughs> okay, one, two, three. Mystery beer. Mystery beer. Mystery beer. Mystery beer. <laughs> it's always one, isn't it? Mystery beer. So uh, again, our good friends at Beer Trap um, have provided us with an unmarked can. Um, we have the label in our possession of what the beer is, but we don't know. We, we've all we've got for the listeners. We've just, we've just got a, a a completely white can, which does give oh, it does give some some thoughts. White can with gold. Yeah, white lids. can with gold lid. So there, there, there's there's clues you can get from that. Um, but we've got the uh, we've got the answer in the envelope, and uh, this is our mystery beer time, where we like to think that we are not necessarily beer experts, but we've, we've been around um, and. <laughs> We we've had a few beers, uh, so we would like to think that we can we can check out last week. If you remember, the one we had last week was the um, Honeyberry Stout by mm. North, um, which um, which confuses. None of us got the brewery. We we all knew it was a stout, um, and and this week Beer Trap have served up something very different. So for those it's people listening, different. we've got we've we've got. It doesn't look too dissimilar. To the, so to the, the beer, beer we've just had, yeah. so yeah. it is a without tasting or smelling or looking at it, it you looks can like a murky. Say, it's got to be a double, double IPA, IPA. Yeah. potentially yeah. Du- double IPA. Um, so yeah, so we've, we've got our we've got our murk on. I mean, the first thing I can uh, I notice is that our pour between our shared can. We've got a nice <laughs> foamy head between myself foamy. and John. I'm not seeing that particularly uh, with you guys. So okay. What did you do? What did well, you do? I, I mean, your pour was better, but could your guess be better? That's I mean, to, to it's quite bitter. Like the kids say, thick with two C's. I mean, yeah, no what, what can no, nobody <laughs> says that? But well, what's you know, really interesting is actually is trying this because I this isn't a dissimilar style to the previous one. To the previous beer, but this doesn't have the same fun. That's a word. That's a word. Like yeah, fun, you mean funk? No, I mean fun. I mean like the last. I think thing. more. I think the word actually is more accessibility. I think this is this this actually marginalises a few people. I, I, yeah. I this think is I pretty. Think, this is pretty heavy. I mean, I say I think people. It is quite heavy. What what ABV are we thinking? I, I think 8. it's point five. I think it's the seven to eight region, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's. I mean, for for again. For those of you who are listening who have no visual cues here, it is super thick. It's not orange juice. It's more like thick pineapple juice in the glass. Yeah, good call. And good uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's. What what's it got? What's the smell there? I can't. It's not, it's not. It's not got a massive aroma to it, is it? It's not. No, no it's not it's, massive. It's, it's not got that sweetish. It's not got that huge grapefruit citrus. But it has got sweetness in the aroma, but not mm. so much in the taste. Exactly. Whereas the last one, the the garage, Zenon had, for for me, had a bit of candy floss in the flavour. This one is is a lot more savoury. It's a lot more. I think it's be harder work to, mm. to drink. Yeah, yeah, I think definitely. You would, you would, 
I mean, the other one hided its ABV quite well. You can't say that about this particular beer. You know, it, it feels strong. It tastes strong. It's chewy. You feel like you're working your way through it. You're working your way through it. You're working your way through it. Yeah, it is. There, there's a softness to it, I think, as well. Um, but it, it, it's, um, it's a lot less complex. There's a lot less going on because I, 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 I do agree so. with you in terms of the fact that 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 this is, yeah, this is a chewy, it's a big beer. But there's less. The 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 last one actually highlights actually what could be the the garage one was because mm. that one was actually a bit of a to coin a, a, a horrific phrase, a bit of a party in the mouth. There was lots going yeah. on. Well, I think this was the the fun idea was like the yeah the, the sweetness, the candy floss, the that that kind of thing. It this. This is a this is a like this is this is this is a bit of a, a sledgehammer of a bit. Yeah, this is yeah. a this is a, I'm going to smack you in the face with what I've got going on. There's no subtlety. Blimey. Come on, just guys. Let's We're verging on enemy yeah. singles yeah. review yeah. territory. Just breaking yeah. out of it. I mean, what hops? I mean, yeah. it's got not as many hops, basically. You know, um, um, any idea what the hops might be? I mean, in terms of a UK brewery, I mean, I'm guessing it's UK. I'm, I'm thinking th this is this is Pentridge territory. Yeah, but I'm going to say, but not Gold Can. They don't do No, no, it, but it's the, it's their territory. It's not quite. Yeah, Pentridge. I, I don't think it's. it's don't wipe through, do. It's not good enough. It's not good enough to be Pentridge. No, I think you're right. No. I think. Well, is he not good enough? It's a different it's kind. Not, yeah. It's a different it's proposition. It's deep. The wipe and through, do the Gold Can. So style wise, the white cans. I don't know about the gold cans. They don't do the white cans. Um, I'm, I'm stretching a bit here, but you know. So style-wise, we've agreed it's definitely a double IPA. Yeah. Yeah. Percentage-wise, it's in the seven to seven to eight. I'm going nine. Yeah, yeah, maybe higher. Yeah. Um, anyone? No, well, the gold cans. We've got to think of who has gold cans. The only company I can think of is Wiper and True. I'm going to go Whiplash. Oh, Whiplash. I was in that last time. Okay. Yeah. We're going to do a re reveal. I think. I, well, I think we need. I, I think hops. It's Citroen not, Centennial. Yeah. Mosaic. Yeah, but it's not mosaic, definitely. But it's not overhopped, but mosaic, mm. yeah, for sure. I, I don't mm. think it's, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to really dial it back because it doesn't, uh, going back to that party thing, it doesn't, doesn't explode, but there is something there that is worthy it's, of it's note. A good bit. It's, it's a, a good worthy bit. of note. I think if I hadn't had the other beer, yeah. then I'd be kind of all over Yes, it. I, and I agree with you there. I think if we hadn't had that last beer, and it makes me realise, say, it makes me realise how good that last beer was. Mm. And I, I think I actually didn't appreciate how good that beer, that last beer was. Um, and this one, it, yeah, if, if, we'd have, if we'd have had, the two we previously had, we had this one, and then we had the final garage mm. one. I think I would absolutely love this beer. And then I would be like, well, I really love yeah. the garage yeah. one. Because we had them in a different order, we've, we've kind of just dropped a yeah. notch. Mm. So all of this is literally of no interest to the listeners yeah. out there. Well, we they review. want to know what this beer right. is. Let's find out. Well, we need to go, what, what brewery do you think, John? Um, I literally have no clue. I've well, used up my guesses. You've got to... Okay. Right, I'm going to say Overtone. Overtone. Yeah, and a decent shout. Um, whiplash for me. I've gone Wiper and True. Track. Okay, mm. right then. Let's, let's have the reveal. And the reveal is... Oh, they've stuck it down there time again. I think it It is... Northern Monk. Uh, there you go. It, really? it is actually Northern Monk. There we go. So it's Northern Monk. Um... It is called. Is it a double IPA? Once, twice, three times a Dreamline Whale. Wow, that's that a is long name. that is a very uh, good name. Well, it's it's not a double IPA. It's a, it's a double dry hopped IPA. Same thing. Yeah. Um, with which is seven point four percent. Wow. There you go. Yeah. So, so we were in the box. So I, 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 I was think, out. I was out there. Well, you said eight to nine, but I think you said I think you said seven to eight and a half. Mm. Um, so it is a. Um, yeah, so it's a, it's a double dry hopped IPA. Is there a massive difference between that and then I'm a Well, I'm thinking, IPA. is that dr double dry hopping, the extra element of dry hopping, bringing that kind of really hard yeah, to yeah, drink, so. kind of work your way through it? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Is there, a, is there a reward for the consumer in terms of by doing that? Yeah. Dry hopping? So in, in terms of hops, we did we got two of the three. Okay. Actually, I said Citra and Centennial. So Citra was, was, was on the money. Mosaic... 
congrats on the money and then Whoop. because everyone's favourite at the moment it is Strata, Strata. Okay. Well, so yeah so Mosaic Citra and Strata um, I, I would not have guessed Northern Monk no, no. that's no. the hard thing there's quite a few brewers out there that have got a great range but you don't they don't stand out for one style and I think Northern Monk's one of those but I think the rewarding thing is we kind of got the beer style I think that's kind of you can't be expected to kind of to, to, to be fair we, we, brewery to be fair, we've got the beer, we, we kind of got the beer style, uh, we we roughly got the ABV, we got two of the three hops that mm. they used, that's not bad going, but I do love that name, once, twice, three times a dream line whale. But the best thing is, we get to drink it, and it's a great beer. It is, it is. And I'm sorry for those of you who are listening who are not drinking it, but go out there and seek it. Well, yeah, yeah, it's worth, it's worth finding Well, that was episode three of the Belper Beer Club podcast. Thanks for listening again. This time round, we'd sampled three beers by the Barcelona Brewery Garage, talked about international beer destinations, and you will have heard a short snippet of a much longer interview that we've done with Jack from Tartarus. Look out for that in the next episode of our podcast. In the meantime, subscribe to our previous episodes and, and also check out our new website, belperbeer.club. See you next time.